the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Man, uh, April flying by, uh, the 20th of April already. Uh, we've got uh, a gold and silver market. Uh, man, look at awfully resilient uh, as uh, the, the uh, sellers continue to just be met with buyers. And it makes a lot of sense because... Uh, again, I think everything's kind of hanging on by, by a thread. What is going to be, what card is going to fall that's going to start unraveling this whole thing as, as, uh, as, well, I'll tell you, you, you already know, I'm squarely in this camp. We are headed into a, a major recession slash depression. I think we are in the throes right now of stag I think it is really starting to become extremely evident out here. You know, as I said, I don't know how, but we got the second highest gas prices uh, in the country. I mean, we, we trail only uh, now. Don't count Alaska. Don't count Hawaii. But in the in the forty eight, the continental forty eight. I guess we're up to number two, uh, five dollars a gallon. Uh, but but get ready, it's coming everywhere, and I think this is uh, going to be the thread, Jason, that we talked about. You know, Jason, I, we talked about this gosh, a year and a half ago. Right? We were talking about, hey, it's going to be the double Great Depression, right? Because it's not going to be the Depression, right? Was the the problem there was deflation or disinflation? That word they you know forgot. They brought it up once and now have forgotten it. Uh, we actually look at it this way. It's going to be a major, and again, I don't care, recession, depression, call what you want. Okay. But it's going to be with significantly higher prices for a lot of things. Not everything. There's going to be collapses in certain things. But things like food, things like energy, right? These things are not going anywhere. Uh, and it's really one of the, it's just a matter of when does the Federal Reserve cry uncle. And, and I think the uncle has gotten a lot closer. 800-951-0592, the website, allamericangold.com. And Jason, we had jobless claims, existing home sales. Uh, we had, what else did we have? The, the, the leading in economic, the leading economic indicators, Philly Fed. Uh, they, and they were all not good. So, so today was a, a bundle of bad news, uh, that, that again, how close is uncle, right? With more bad news, right? Uncle got closer. That's right, Joe. That's right. And, uh, uh, one, one thing I'd like to say about what you're in the opening, what you're talking about, is I, I like always like to look at it historically and, and see what we're what we're mimicking or, or echoing or what we're uh, mirroring. And uh, we really are in a position where we're, we're mimicking what happened in the 19 teens, 20s, 30s, and 40s. I mean, 
I think, Joe, in, in decades to come, they're going to be looking at this time frame that we're living in as being very much like World War One, the Depression, and World War Two. Because think of the 2008 crash. In my mind, Joe, is, is that's the 1929 crash in a lot of ways, right? But it didn't really, really get bad until 1933, and the 1930s got worse, right? I think that's kind of where we're headed right now. And remember, this this thing didn't end. There wasn't normalcy until a, a, a great economic reset, and that was World War II. That's where we're headed. I mean, you can look at 9-11 as being World War One, right? The war on terror, uh, I'll, remember I'll all that? Right remember how many economic changes happened around 9-11? That's what World War One set up for World War Two. So, I, Joe, we're in the middle of, of a, a really a catastrophe economic, uh, economically in the world. It's it's We're in the middle of it. You, you talk about the next shoe to drop. I think we're in it. I think we've been in it for a long time, and I think we're in a, an elevated state. And then it's going to get really severe in the near future. It, we're, we're in it. We're, we're currently in it. It's hard, to, it's hard to say that you're in it when you're in it. Yeah, we brought up something. You brought up something. I think it was brilliant. Got to remember, what did the bankers hate about the Great Depression? Right? And again, uh, all banker cost, right? The, the 29 crash was bad banking and bad oversight of banks, period. Like they, the, the Federal Reserve is probably the most inept organization on the history of the planet, and yet we gave them all the power. I mean, it, it really is. But you brought up something. See, what they hated about gold and the Great Depression is they wanted to go into debt. Because they thought this would fix it. If we could just increase the money supply, we can fix it. And you brought up the financial crisis. Hey, that was like the 29 crash. I think that's actually really, again, a really great call. Because it was, again, what? Banks behaving badly and lack of oversight from the Federal Reserve, right? The reason they were, quote, unquote, created was, the, you know, to stop these banks from doing dumb stuff. Well, guess what? They, don't ha- they didn't have gold that time, did they? And look at what they've done. We had $5 trillion, let's call it 6 because they had $700 billion on their balance sheet. We had about a $5 trillion debt. It's now 40 And by the way, everyone's barely talking about how bad, right, we, uh, how bad the deficits are going to be going forward. Everybody agrees it's just a matter of months before the Fed stops quantitative tightening and goes the other way again. Jason... They created this debt bubble. All as they did is, hey, we extended it about 15 years. And guess what? We never fixed the problem. And now all of these problems are coming back because the solution to not fixing the problem simply caused the next problem. Man, brilliant. That's exactly what's happening everybody better buckle up i hope i hope you're taking precautions and getting some gold and silver put away patriot radio news hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 patriot radio news hour joe and jason here on this thursday the dow the nasdaq the s&p all down again today uh it's it's early but uh again i think Wall Street is is sitting in the same spot it's been sitting in for a while now. Uh, just uh, we had a good start to earnings season with the big banks, 
not so good after the banks. Uh, Tesla probably the, the, the leader uh, in bad numbers. But, uh, again, more and more of these companies now talking about margin pressures here. Uh, we've got gold up. Gold's up seven here, 2002. Uh, and, and gold has been as high as about 2007, 2008 uh, this morning. Silver is right around unchanged right now, uh, $25.25. This market recap brought to you by our friends at Y-Refi. Listen, you got to be diversified. We, we all know that, right? I would love it. Wouldn't it be great if, if you could, hey, I don't have to be involved in the Wall Street casino and all, but you do. Right, because there's no more pensions anymore. Everyone's you got these 401ks, your IRAs. Everybody out there has to have gold and silver in their portfolio. Everybody does. Uh, you you got to play the Wall Street game. But you know what? For those of you that got fifty thousand or more, you need to check out Y Refi because it's not correlated to the stock market. It's not correlated to Wall Street. It doesn't care about earnings. It doesn't care about Jerome Powell and interest rates. You can get up to 10.25% returns. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-YREFI24. And, and Jason, uh, really quickly, I'm just going to throw this out there. We haven't had silver half dollars in a month, maybe six weeks. I've got three bags of halves waiting for me. I've gone out and you know what, we're already, as we said, silver eagles were the cheapest. Silver dimes, silver quarters were the cheapest. Silver half dollars, guess what, were the cheapest. Uh, I've got 300 rolls. $300 a roll, if you buy 50 rolls or more, and 50 rolls is a half bat. So if you buy 50 rolls or more, $295, and, and we aren't like the other guys. We don't sit there and pull out all the nice Kennedys. We don't pull out all the walkers and charge you more. You're going to get a good mix. You're going to get Kennedys. You're going to get Franklins. You're going to get walkers. Uh, we don't do, we don't sort it at all. Well, you know what Brittany does? Brittany gets these bags in here and she counts to 20 and puts them in a roll. That's how, that's how we roll here. So silver half dollars, which have been unobtainium, $300 a roll. If you buy 50 rolls or more at 295, I mean, rolls of quarters are at 280. So that's, that's actually, it's a, it's a really good price, all things considered. Everybody else, cause I went and looked. They want 320, 340, 350 a roll, 300 dollars a roll, 50 rolls or more, 295 at 800, 951, and, and uh, jobless claims out. This is something now, Jason, after they've quote unquote fixed it. Because remember, we were going, God, it seemed like forever. We went months. Where they're like, oh, claims are, everything's below 200,000, all-time lows. We haven't seen this since the 60s. And then they went, oh, well, wait, wait. Oh, oh we had an error, right? We had, we had a spreadsheet error, and they had to readjust everything. 
Uh, last week, 239. This week, 245. Right in that 250 to 270, 270,000. That's kind of the, the danger zone, if you will. Uh, you get above that and you've got problems. Uh, so it's still below. But getting very close here, 245,000. By the way, that number was the biggest number in like two years. And then continuing claims. This is the one that's got me more, more worried. We don't want to see continuing claims above 2 million. That's just, that's bad, bad, bad. Uh, they spiked up again. Uh, this week as well. Now they're at 1.865 million. And, and to tell you, you know, last week we were at 1.804 million. So uh, a pretty big move here in continuing claims. Uh, again, that's also the highest number in a couple of years here, Jason. Uh, and, and, and it's early stages here early stages of, of the cracks that are starting to show up in the consumer. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the F word, and I'm not talking about free, foreclosures. When was the last time we mentioned that word? Foreclosures, repos- car repossessions, and credit card defaults all spiking uh, and Jason, again, this is another one of these signs, right? Consumer, it's starting to happen. These cracks are starting to get a little bigger. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, some of the companies that had uh, that uh, had some layoffs. I think late last year, early this year, some of the tech companies announcing uh, another round. So this we're getting some companies. I think it was Facebook, Meta was was one of them that. Are, they're announcing Facebook, Meta, uh, Disney, yeah. right? All I right. mean, there's a list of that, that and it grows uh, every single day. Well, and, and and having another round means the first round didn't work, right, John? I mean, let's face it: if you want to fix a problem, you fix it. But uh, a lot of these companies, I think, with the scare of not getting employment after coronavirus, I think that uh, they're starting to say, "Well, I guess I'm going to stage it slower." Once again. Slow, making this this crash happen maybe a little slower than we would normally be expecting in a market downturn. I mean, it seems like we've been expecting this recession for two years. It's coming. I think it's going to happen this year. But, but man, has it taken a while to get there? And it's it just seems like to me, Joe, it seems like that the slower this thing takes place, the longer it's going to take to get out of it on the other side. Yeah. So I yeah. think the inflation and and the market chaos that we're going to be seeing, I think getting out of it. I mean, remember how long it took. During the Obama years, is zero percent. How long it took to get out of that <laughs> to actually raise the rates again? It, just, it, was, mean, just, it was zero forever. I, I just don't know what it would take. Think about the money they would have to create this time. Uh, but but lot. let's look at it. First quarter home foreclosures surged, uh, according to the latest data out, uh, following a a well, let's face it, a two year. Uh, hiatus. Home foreclosures uh, are now starting to to spike again. Home buyers saying that making those mortgage payments uh, starting to become a pr- a problem. 
And now, Jason, some of them, they had recently bought homes and now are struggling to to sell them uh, and still be able to get out of them. Now, listen, it's still early here. This is not the foreclosures of the financial crisis, at least not yet. But they're up 22% from a year ago. And by the way, it's 23 consecutive months now where foreclosure activity has increased year over year, Jason. And, and it's starting to gain momentum. This is kind of the problem, like we said. This has been a real slow process here. Uh, and it's starting to pick up speed. And you brought up something really important. All of a sudden now, we're getting companies announcing a second wave or a third wave of layoffs. They had been very hesitant, right, because they had been short workers. They didn't want to do it. And and, and I think that's an ominous sign now that I think you're going to see a lot. And, again, Challenger Gray and Christmas layoff announcements up 400% year over year. Uh, and I think we're going to see more companies – not only do a second or third round, do a first round. Yeah, it, that's what the Fed's goal was, isn't it? Isn't that what they said? We need job losses to make this thing right. So they're they're going to get what they want, Joe. They 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 make the decisions when it comes to interest rate hikes or or declines and the amount of money being printed. So it's coming, you know. It's it's they're they're, they're taking their sweet time, I guess, to, to, to for the serious side effects. But it's it's coming, and you know I. I want. I'll have to state it again. I believe the, the slower this thing rolls out, the the slower the recovery is going to be. I mean, I've 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 seen guys uh, analogies, Joe, where the the printing that comes on the back end of this, whether it be a, a year from now, two years from now, whenever the printing starts happening, tens of trillions and maybe hundreds of trillions is the next round. Because when the whole thing is completely broken, that's the last card they have, right, Joe? And they, and they really don't want deflation. Cause that gets all their rich buddies really upset. Oh. Deflation would be a bad, that'd make things even worse. Uh, Wells Fargo set aside $1.2 billion for loan losses. Bank of America, last year, same quarter, they set aside $30 million. This year, $931 million. So essentially almost a billion-dollar increase. J.P. Morgan doubled the amount that they've set aside and said that they've charged off $1.1 billion already. So, Jason, uh, it's it's coming. It's slow, but it's growing, and the pace is picking up speed. It's picking up speed, Joe, absolutely. Everything we just mentioned uh, just in the last few minutes, it's it's showing an acceleration of of this market uh, weakness, and it's it's baked into the cake, Joe. This is what they this is why they raised the rates and why they continue to raise the rates. They want this result, and they're just trying to make it so it's as painless as possible. But there's so many factors to this, Joe, and and we know that the digital currency is is an end goal. Uh, for this new situation they're putting together. So they're trying to make it, I guess, as painless as possible. But here's the thing, and I think they know this. At some point, especially with the rolling out of digital currency, there's going to be a lot of pain. People have no idea. I mean, we, we talk and we talk and we talk. And we try to get some ideas out there. 
but the ability for this to be a soft landing overall is just it's just ridiculous it's going to be a bad crash landing for a lot of people joe i'm just going to say it again the new baseline for the fed is a mild recession that's all you need to know how badly have they missed just in recent time i mean go back to 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 ben bernanke and janet yellen oh it's just a subprime problem oh the markets are a little frothy right they raised rates they were at five and a quarter. It was August of 07. Ben Bernanke was out telling the whole world, yeah, we're going to raise again at the next meeting. And then all of a sudden, everything started to unwind. And Lehman Brothers went under. Pear Stearns went under, right? We had the, 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 the Great Recession, as they called it. And then you think about now, right? Uh, inflation's transitory. Right? That was bad enough, right? How about... The disinflation speech, remember? Right? That didn't even, listen, they could, that didn't even make it like two weeks before they had to eliminate that word uh, out of their vocabulary. So if they're forecasting a mild one, Jason, I think we're in for a really, really rough ride. And, and I'm still sitting in the camp. I told you the rate hike this last meeting was a mistake. Jason, they're going to raise again in May. They're, they are determined to do it. Yes, and I, I know that a lot of the information is is pointing to them stopping, but I, I still, in my mind, because this is a, a brand new situation, every situation is different. This isn't going to be the 08 crash. They they could raise it a few times, Joe, if they really want to. If they they got a certain plan in place, they could do quarter points of the year if they want. Not a good idea, but they might do it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, we've got silver half dollars uh, back in stock, at least temporarily. Uh, they're three hundred dollars a roll. If you buy fifty rolls or more, two hundred and ninety-five dollars. And as we said, we're we're cheaper than all the big internet guys out there by quite a bit. Uh, we had 300 rolls. That was three bags. Uh, we're, we're, we're a bag down already. So, uh, 800 951 Uh, silver 2530 right now, down about six cents. Uh, gold's up eight. Uh, make it nine, 2004. Uh, we do have a few 10th ounce maples. Remember, we ran the 10th ounce maples yesterday. Uh, one through forty nine at two sixty, fifty or more at two fifty five, uh, and I just got an email. Silver premiums are at a new all time record high. So uh, <laughs> look for silver. Listen, buy these half dollars while we've got them. Uh, this, Jason, it's getting really, it, it's getting ridiculous, is what it's getting. I, I wanted to talk about the half dollars on uh, the last segment, but I'll, I'll say here. I, these are great, man. These these are these are a great coin to get. Uh, if if you can do it today, I would I would jump on it. Uh, I was watching some uh, some guys talking about the the junk silver market. You know these the dollars which we don't sell nearly as much. The, the Morgan and Peace dollars, which I love selling those, but the infrequently times that we can do that. But half dollars, quarters, and dimes. And the guy made a really good point, Joe. I was listening to. He said, "Look, and and we watched these half dollar." 
premiums go up and up and up above the quarters and dimes by a lot, just like the silver dollars did. And he said, look, you know, there's a lot of people that, that stockpile a lot of those silver dollars and they're just higher premiums. Now they've been stacking and stockpiling the half dollars and the premiums been going up. He says, this is going to happen to the quarters, going to happen to the dimes. He's like, look, this is the one coin. Silver Eagles are great. Get as many as you can get your hands on. But they're not making these coins anymore. At some point, some big guys are just going to pile up on this junk silver because they say, hey, wait, wait, wait. There's a little extra benefit. If there's, they're not making anymore, so the premiums will just go up. And this is going to happen on all the junk silver, Joe. They haven't made it since 1964. Well, and again, we saw quarters and dimes make, just like Jason said, they made a big move uh, in, in catching you know, back up here. And now guess what? Silver eagles, silver half dollars, silver quarters, silver dimes, all going up. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, this, this, it's, it's not stopping. Uh, this is a global situation, right? We've given it all to the world. Uh, existing home sales came out today. Uh, we had the big spike. We had a February spike. Uh, gave everybody hope. Uh, the hope went away in March. Uh, existing home sales fell, I want to say, for the 13th time out of the last 14 months, February being uh, the loan exception selling price. Did not panicked yet. I, I saw not, that it was the biggest biggest drop since 2012. Is that is that true? The largest decline in price since January of 2012. Uh, now, to put that in perspective, it was down nine tenths of a percent, so like one percent. Uh, three seven five seven hundred, and, and I want to say at the peak, existing home sales, the average, the the, the uh, was it the median price, not the average price. The average price is higher than this. Uh, but that median price uh, got got to over four hundred thousand. Uh, I'm not panicked about it too much, uh, but three seven five seven hundred. But the largest drop uh, in over over ten years, right since January of 2012, home prices between two hundred and fifty and five hundred thousand uh, made up half of the transactions. Uh, while those over 750 took a smaller share. So that's new. That's telling you the effect of the rate hikes that people are going to have to buy less house if they want to get a house, Jason. Getting very, very hard to buy a house, that's for sure. It seems every generation has been dealing with this since the World War II generation. It's, it seems like it's just harder and harder and harder. And it's hard to believe. Well, it's not hard to believe. But I understand it, but... Before the Federal Reserve in 1913, the vast majority of the homes, not all homes, but almost all the homes, had no mortgage at all. You simply bought the house. I mean, can you imagine anybody in, in, in say, Jack's generation saving up in any reasonable amount of time and just buying a house, Joe? It's, it's an impossible mission. And now we're just talking about you can't even get the down payment and, and afford the payment. It's, it's a sad state of affairs, it, Joe. Well... Listen, and remember, in what, 10 days, 11 days, Joe Biden's, you know, you, you got to watch these people. Right? There was no big fanfare. There was no debate in Congress that we heard of. Remember, they're changing the loans. Right? Anybody with good credit, right, above what, well, I forget what the number was, above, 
I want to say 780, I think it was, anything above 780, and you put 20% down, 15 to 20% down. So you got good credit, and you're putting money down. They're going to charge you a half of a percent more. And then they're going to give that money to the people with risky credit. In other words, they don't have great credit, and they're not putting a lot down, so they can save half of a percent on their mortgage. Now, granted, the people with the riskier credit, they're already paying a higher mortgage rate. But, Jason, this is going to make it even worse. They need more home buyers uh, to, 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 to float the system, right? And so they, uh, the only ones that don't have homes are the, the higher-risk, lower-income people. So I... I don't get this at all, Joe, because it, it's it, it seems like a doomed situation uh, on its face. But they're doing it, so okay, uh, yeah. you, you've done well, and you're punished for doing well. And boy, when your mortgage gets grouped into all the the new riskier loans are going to put into place with what you just said, Joe, it sure sounds like they're uh, wanting to build a housing crisis again. What do you think they're going to do when the digital currency comes? Because it's coming, and believe me, it's not coming without a banking crisis to go with it and and i know that i've speculated on it uh glenn beck has speculated a lot lots of people have speculated david morgan uh so many nereal rabini uh heck even uh jeff gunlotch and 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 ray dalio you know they've got this new thing about quote unquote equality which is a it's a it's a code word for hey let's take from the people that have done it right and give it to the people that haven't. What do you think is going to happen to the money in your bank account? I'm going to tell you right now. You think you're keeping it all? You're sadly mistaken, right? There's going to be a fee in place, an equality fee. That money out of that bank. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 before they do a little home buying special on your bank accounts. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. They're going fast. Silver half dollars. One roll through 49. You get 20 in a roll. Okay, you get 20 silver half dollars in a roll. They're $300 if you buy 50 rolls or more. 295 dollars uh well below anybody else out there uh we're running low we, we started with with three bags uh, and jason they're just they're, they're, we'll try to get more when we can and when we get them you, you buy them i mean that's all, all there is to it uh the 10th ounce maple leaf same thing right one through 49 260 buy a roll or more 50 or more $255 until we're out of them. I guess that's how we'll do every sale for until they're gone, right? 800-951-0592. The problem is the, when they're gone, it's hard to, to replace them. I got to talk about this. I don't, we don't do a lot of this on this show. That This is more a half-empty cup type thing. But Facebook has now banned Pulitzer Prize winner Seymour Hersh. Of course, remember, he did the, the story about how, and uh, this, nobody doubts it, about how the United States was involved in the, in the, the Nord Stream pipeline. 
bl- blowing that thing up. Of course, of course, it wasn't done without, but put it this way, either, I don't know if we directly did it, indirectly did it, but we knew it was gonna happen. There's no doubt in my mind anyway. Uh, but yep, yep, you're, you're, you're banned, you're blocked, we, we can't have that out there, and it's just another sign. It is. Do you not understand what's coming? Freedom is going away, and they're going to really get you with this digital currency. This thing about the housing thing. This should alarm all of us. Because it simply is, listen, for how long they beat it into your head. Get good credit. Get good credit, because you get, you get a reward for that. You get to pay less. Mm-mm, not anymore, up. Huh? What are you doing with good credit? Man, you know what? You overprivileged son of a gun. Right? Dan, you're a terrible person. How dare you be overprivileged with good credit? Tell you what we're going to do. You're going to charge you a half a percent more, and then we're going to give it to the guy uh, with the bad credit. I mean, literally, that's what they're saying. That's what they're doing. And what do you think they're going to do with our bank accounts? You don't think that's coming to our bank accounts? You're a fool if you don't. I agree, Joe. I agree. I just we sit here and pound our our, our desks every day. You know, you, you need to understand at least on a low level of what what this is. And this, I think, this is why a lot of listeners listen to the show. And if you're listening to the show for the first time, or you've tried a couple of times and you're having trouble with it, I. I remember when I first started listening to Joe and Eric, and, and mostly it was Joe. Uh, the years I started listening was when, when Eric was starting to move out. But uh, I tried to get my mom, Bernice, to to listen, and she couldn't stand it. I mean, it was too much reality because when you don't live in the, the world of reality, if you're not looking for facts of how things are actually working, when you hear stuff and it makes sense, it really, that cognitive dissonance starts to set in. You don't want to, you don't want to look at it. You don't want to be, you don't believe it. But then, as as you hear it a few more times, you start to you start to fact check what Joe's been saying for years, and you, know, you fact check other guys that are similar, and it's like, wait a minute, this is all happening. This is the way it is. And Joe's telling you, you got to you got to know this stuff at, at a certain level, so that you can make better decisions. You know, the the word burying your head in the sand is okay. You know, who wants to hear all this stuff? But if things go bad for you, I would say economically, let's just start to stick with that. And you had your head buried in the sand. That's your fault. You caused the damage to yourself. If you are actually one of the few people out there that know this stuff is happening and have a chance to do something about it, because Joe, I, I don't know about you, but I'd say eighty, a good chunk of eighty percent of the people have heard nothing about this. Maybe fifteen percent of the, of the population have some idea that they're, they're hearing something, and it's only about five percent of the population have any real knowledge about this stuff, and they do something about it. And when times get tough, they're the ones that uh, family members or friends are like, wait a minute, how'd you, how'd you weather that storm so well? Well, uh, you, you took the measures by the facts given to you and, and you, and you did what you were supposed to do, Joe. And buying gold uh, and silver I, is I'm a huge tell you, part of that. I want to tell you, and I think a lot of our, especially our longtime listeners can relate to this. You know, we told the story, remember when I, when I started here 20 years ago, you know, uh, Eric and I had become friends because uh, when I married my wife, Sarah, Eric's niece, she was actually living with, with Eric at the time, and we became good friends. I used to tell my wife, oh, gosh, man, I love Eric. You know, Eric was hilarious. He was a funny guy, great guy, big personality, 
But man, is he a wacko. Guy's a wacko. Right? Tinfoil helmet in the basement type guy. And then all of a sudden, you know what? I did it. I did just what Jason said. I started looking and I started, oh, wait a minute. He's actually telling the truth. He's right. right. And then, I, oh, wait, he's right about that. He's right about this. Wait, wait, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden, here I am. We're partners 20 years later. You know what the thing that I love, though? We're not wackos anymore. Matter of fact, in a lot of places now, uh, 20 years later, you went from the wacko uncle, right, the, the wacko brother, the wacko parent to, Hey, maybe we should listen to what they have to say. Now, that's not everywhere, right? You still got to listen. There's a lot of people, to Jason's point, they just don't want to hear this. You don't want to hear the truth? That's up to you. I'm not going to stop you. You go from but the wacko to the, to, the, to the wise elderly gentleman. <laughs> you, you, become, you become wise. Wacko to wise. That's, that's what you got to do. You got to fight that fight. You got to be the wacko for so many years before your family and friend, friends, they start to figure out that... Oh, that's that's actually wisdom. That's not wackoness. That's that's wisdom. You know, looking outside the box, right, Joe? When we get back, how fast is the world de-dollarizing? Somebody came out with some numbers, and I hope they're wrong. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I guess if you're having anxiety listening to this show, uh, I just uh, saw. I just saw this. So uh, it's four twenty today. Uh, so I guess get your weed out, right? Maybe take some gummies before listening to this show. Uh, get your anxiety levels. I want to get your anxiety level down. It's incredible what buying some gold and silver does to that. People just feel a lot. Better once they have it. If you're new, and we've been to so many new people. Thank you, by the way. Uh, thank you to all of our our existing folks because a lot of these people they're new because you told me, hey, you got to you got to pay attention. This is where you go to get your gold and silver. Uh, so thank you uh, for all the referrals as well out there. Uh, but just call the. Our, I got the best girls. I really do. They're, they're, they're fantastic at what they do. There is no pressure. There's no commission salespeople. We're not bait and switching you. Just call the 800 number and just say, I want the special. We're going to ask you one real hard question. How many would you like? I mean, that's, that's really going to be about the extent of the difficult questions out there. 800-951-0592. Something else you need to know. We don't call our clients. We don't make outbound. Now, if you ask us, hey, will you call when my check gets there? Will you call uh, when, when you ship? or think we'll, we'll do that for you. But we don't cold call people. We don't email. Cold, cold e- we don't fill up your email inbox. Uh, I think I've done, I don't know, two mailers in 20 years. I don't have any plans on effort. Do, do it. I never say never, but we don't even do that. I mean, right? We're kind of the opposite of what a sales company is supposed to be. And you know what, Jason? I think people tend to like that. Yeah, there's there's always a, a, some unusual circumstances why uh, we'll call somebody. You know, they're, they're, some of our customers say, "Hey, if you find something uh, specific, oh yeah, we'll try to we'll try to make that call." So there's there's reasons to call. It's not like we're we're saying, "Hey, we're not going to call you and leave us alone. We'll leave you alone." We'll We'll bother you as much as you need to be bothered, but 
But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's great to have a company that we provide the service. I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, there's a certain restaurant you like. You go there, I don't know, once a week or once a month. Do you really need that restaurant calling you and telling you, to, hey, you need to get in here and eat here again? You don't, you don't really need that. You, you know it's a good restaurant. You're going to go there when you want to go there. That's, that's how we handle it. But, you know, hey, if we get a relationship going with you, we, uh, we tell you, hey, we gotta, we, there's, a certain rest, there's a certain special item that comes out once a month, and that's what you want to eat. We'll let you know what day of the uh, the month that's coming out, right, Joe? Yeah. So uh, the dollar, the de-dollarization. We've been yeah. watching this. Stephen Yen, CEO L S L J Capital, says that the pace of the de-dollarization has increased significantly. The U.S. dollar share of the global reserve currency fell at 10 times the average pace in 2022 that it has fallen over the last 20 years. According to, to, to this guy, he said that in 2001, the share of the official global reserve currency the greenback held was at 73%. It went to 55% by 2021. He said last year alone, it fell another 7%, and now only makes up 47% of the official global reserve currency. You better buckle up, because it is going to be a rough ride for the dollar. 800 nine five one zero five nine two we got half dollars we got ten ounce maple leaves get them while you can get them three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.